this is Naomi Guy, and over there is Linzero. And uh, he's my boyfriend. If you haven't, if this is your first time tuning in, I hated that I just said yeah, that. Yeah, that was disgusting. This podcast, we explore dating, relationships, and sex. So Ooh. let's get right into it, Len. What the fuck are we talking about today? We are talking about this little-known show called. It's not little. It's known. not little-known. <laughs> it's like it was very recently made clear to me. Uh, it's called F Boy Island. I it was recently made clear to me and you on one of our last trips to San Diego. We how did we find this show? I, I was mildly drunk and my sister started playing it on the TV, and then I just I I got hooked. I don't know why. <laughs> I will admit it. I got. I got hooked into it. It was to the point where we were going on a walk around San Diego, and he was like, we should really watch Fuckboy Island when we get home. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? You're right. So before we jump into Fuckboy Island and what it's all about, let's introduce our drink. This is Dad's Orange Cream Soda. Um, you didn't even cheers me. You're really bad at this <laughs> podcast thing. Well, it tastes like orange soda with a little bit of vanilla yeah not bad it's good so fuckboy island let's get into it fuckboy island okay um the premise of the show is very much uh love island kind of uh bachelor type premise where there are a bunch of suitors going for men for women. Whoa. Oh, both ways. <laughs> they haven't done that yet. They haven't. They, they should. They haven't done a gay dating show yet. That would be amazing. Yeah. But I feel like everyone would just have sex with each other. Um, That's what they do on regular reality TV. No, 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 no. But like, see, when they're all going for a girl, they only, there's only one person they want to act in. You put a bunch of gay guys going after some, some similar gay guys. Do you think that's why they haven't done it yet? Or do yeah. You think that I think it's TV, just going to turn into an orgy. Do you think that reality TV networks are just really homophobic? Could be all of the above. Oh, that's fair. Okay. Uh, but it's very much around the same premise. Um, but it's based on F Boy Island, as you can assume, it's on an island uh, with really? three girls as the main characters, uh, the kind of the people everyone's going for. It is Nakia, Sarah, and CJ are the three women. The ghouls. The ghouls, as I like to put. Um, and then twenty-four guys. And so, how are you splitting up? How do they split up the guys? Like, how do they differentiate between the fuckboys and the nice guys? Well, there's 12 and 12 of each. Okay. Uh, and it's all by their own self-proclamation. They're not, like, actually digging into these people's lives and, like, judging them. It's all based on self-proclamation by the by the guys. And the funny thing is, is that all of these guys had to send in a video audition. Oh, my God. Hands. They get so fucking cringy. They get really cringy. They play them at us. random parts throughout... I'm pretty sure I have a quote from somewhere in here about it, that, or that I'll say, especially from the worst one, I'll say it. But, like, it's, they get very bad. Like, they are terrible people. But it's great television. I can't tell you that much. So, jump into why you think other people should watch this show. Because the amount of cringiness is to die for and it's also really good at identifying how people how men manipulate women so what that's I'm, the premise of the show There's, what i'm understanding from you is that the basis of this show is that 
these twelve, these twenty-four guys are competing against these twenty, uh, um, competing for, against each other for these three girls. Yes, and these three girls have to differentiate between if uh, they have to pick one guy. And at the end of the show, what happens if they pick a nice guy versus a fuckboy? See, we at the beginning when when you start at the beginning, you have no fucking clue. Like, like they what just the say there's prices. A, they say there's a price. They don't say how it's gonna work between the people. Yes. Um, I'll get into that later because no one knew about that until the last season, the last episode. No one knew how the money actually worked. So okay. that's gonna go in later. But what happens if they pick a fuckboy? The fuckboy basically has complete control and will win said money. Okay, so I'm not going to dig into this any more than I need to because we're going to get to a little bit later yes. about the prizes and stuff. But I just want to be very clear with the people that are listening to the people that have not watched the show. So I would definitely say that this is a show... It's a, it's a game show sort of situation. And um, the... Guys get eliminated, mm-hmm. and um, one of my favorite parts of the show was the fuckboy reflection. So you mean fuckboy rehab, yes. rehabilitation program? Yes, yeah, that was. So once one they get the- eliminated, they get sent to another villa that's on the well, same island. If they were a fuckboy, uh, they get sent to this little shack on the beach called uh, Limbro. Limbro. Limbro, and that's where all the fuckboys go. But if they were a nice guy, they'd go to this, like, massive villa with, like, everything they could ever ask for called the Nice Guy Grotto. And, but, and they're right across, this, across like, a, like, a little inlet from each other so they can literally see all the fuckboys just, like, living in a shack. It's pretty hilarious. And they go through, like, the host, Nikki Glaser. Oh. 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 Love her to death. Uh, she goes in, like every episode and we'll do like little rehabilitation programs they're all scripted they're they're 100% scripted but they're just hilarious to watch your nice little breaks in the random drama that goes on during the show so let's get into the first episode night one night one so basically it's all of these guys and the first ones are not everyone's important there are a lot of characters that don't even like sometimes you'll see one in an episode and you'll be like who Who are are you you? like i've never seen you you have no idea but i put a slight intro for like the actual important people like uh garrett jared um casey welcome greg chris jomar anthony uh casey new jared josh fernando sean paul tyreek jamie mark are like just to be clear there is there is og jared and then they introduce three new guys and then one of them is new jared yes and so there is at the end of this there's a total of 27 guys that the girls have have gone through yes Yes. that is correct but night one is like the introduction so all 24 so they kind of do like their introduction like the guys are there like oh hey like they talk about themselves or some stupid shit take off their shirts um one of them like was grinding um on a chick so that was pretty interesting why was that out of all of the things interesting to you? It shows balls. Literally. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but then the girls had the choice of giving three wristbands to like a VIP section for like alone time with them. 
Uh, and so they picked characters and they picked some of the guys and gave them wristbands to do it. And then they all went to like a big party and like had like a big, like everyone tried like shoot the shit, like shoot their shot, try to get like placed pretty much. It is basically night one. Uh, you don't really see much. They kind of talk a little bit. Um, but for the most part, like some people show their true colors cause there's, cause they suck. But that was pretty much it for the first like episode no one really nothing really happened other than like side characters finally like characters that weren't going to be anything important going away yeah i would say that except for peter during this first episode i think that a lot of people are trying to get like the fuckboys specifically are trying to get their like manipulation on and so you see like oh i'm just here for the money and nobody knows the grand prize and nobody knows anything about it but they're like no matter what i will be picking the money or no matter what i'm going to be picking one of these girls but during the first episode everyone kind of claims which girl they're going to be attracted to the most and I would say that a couple of character, a couple of people in the show, like the men, switch up like about two or three episodes in. Yeah. Um, and they're like, oh, I had my eye on CJ at first, but now I'm into Sarah. Is her name Sarah? Her name's Sarah, right? Yeah. yeah. And um, things of that sort. But there's, you can automatically tell. Well, it was pretty easy to tell who was for a us. Fuck, yeah, yeah, who's a fuckboy and who wasn't. Automatically. Yes. Very, very much so, because they're all trying to manipulate and, you know, get into, like, the good graces, like, immediately, and, like, you know, m- make their, like, statement, like, I'm gonna win, I'm gonna, like, give it everything. Yeah. Uh, so, in the first episode, uh, Elimination came out, all side characters, no one really that important, except for Peter. Peter is a crowd favorite. Who is Peter? He's the Asian guy. Oh, Peter! Peter! Got eliminated first, uh, just because he really, really sucked. He was kind of a douchebag. Well, he was a self-proclaimed fuckboy, so that makes sense. But, yeah, so that was really it. First episode was just kind of baseline, like, explanation of how everything worked. Um, Then you... But we get a lot of insight on the guys in the next coming episodes. Um, Because there's nothing really big or major that happens until about episode three. Um, But... Some notes that I did make were all the guy interactions, how they all kept... I swear, if you go through the transcripts of this series, the one word the guys say the most is respect. Because they're always like, they ain't showing me no respect. They ain't showing no respect. You don't respect me, I don't respect you. Like, that's... The, I swear to God, they all had boners for respect. Well, that, and then also, like, I have such a deep connection for you, yeah. with you, or, like... They used a bunch of keywords, and it wasn't just like once or twice. It no. was like everyone was using the same words, and everyone was making sure that the girls knew, like, oh, I want a connection with you. I see you for you. And I don't know if it was scripted in a way that they were made to use these words, or if it was just like this is the way that they usually manipulate their way into girls' pants. I think that I think it's the manipulation thing because they couldn't script anyone that was still on the show. Because it's there's money on the line, so like they, they legally can't script it. How do you know that? I I did a lot of research going into this. Okay, keep going, keep going. Uh, but yes, but there's just like a lot of things, and there's some bromances, some pretty intense bromances oh, that we'll yeah. get into uh, with two main characters. I would say of the entire show, yeah. uh, Garrett and Casey. Uh, they got all the way to the point where they decided after the show they were gonna move in together. It's not homo. 
It's homebro. It's homebro. Thank you for finishing that. You're welcome. Um, then one other thing that happened um, was the narc incident. The whole thing. Uh, there's this character. There's a guy named Chris, who lit his whole claim was that he was feeding info on what the guys were saying about the girls and like how they were feeling and stuff back to one of the uh, back to CJ. But he was doing that in such a way to ensure that he was not going to be eliminated. eliminated. Yeah. So So I don't know what his long-term plan for that was it, because when they got to the final 3 guys at the end of the show, he would have been eliminated at oh, that 100%. point. So it's like no, he, he was gone to way get, before that. No, but what I'm trying to say is like he should have gotten a more secure plan on how to sustain his time um at the like in in with the girls because he what he was doing is like just being the girl's best friend he yeah. wasn't ensuring that they were actually going to stay attracted to him and like keep him in the, he was the race just ugly keep going <laughs> um but and so that got figured out by the guys um uh, and because he was almost voted off at one point and cj actually like eliminated one of her other prospects just to keep him in so he could keep feeding her more information. Because during each elimination, they pick two guys. As their bottom two. Yes. And so um, to ensure that they are keeping everyone on their toes, um, the host makes it obvious, like it basically just asks why these two men are in the bottom two. And then they, the the women eliminate their bottom one. And, um, it really just puts them like in a space where like they have to be constantly on their toes because it's not just like oh one and done they'll pick someone and then it's like no if you're in the bottom two like you need to step Step up your game if you're still if you don't get officially eliminated yes uh but so he got in one of the girls bottom two i think it was sarah or something and cj was like no i'm gonna sacrifice my both mine to keep chris yeah and that was like everyone thought that was sus's fuck well everyone knew that he was snitching yeah yeah um okay uh next thing was the first curveball okay and that was when the three new men were added to the show yes and the three new men that were added were new jared uh welcome and jomar so i would say new jared i thought automatically was a fuck boy i did too he's he's an international athlete i think he said he was in football he was a football player for like Oh, for Wuhan. Wuhan, yeah. Yes, he was playing. He was playing football in Wuhan, but I don't know what if it's soccer or if it's actual actual American football. Okay, okay, okay. I just didn't know if they use the term soccer in China too. I don't think they do. But anyways, but he was just like talking up about the fact that he had like hella bitches and like he was constantly like women were surrounding him and he had all the attention he he also started like a lot of um shit talking with the guys like immediately like he would automatically like shit talk right back like didn't take nothing like everyone was like fucking with him and he was like oh yeah well you're just you're just jokes or like you just have a small pit dick or some shit like that like, yeah so he didn't take anything and he also is very clear that like he had intentions with cj and on top of that he made sure that everybody knew he was an international athlete yeah. um welcome when he first came in he was like i 
he didn't really say much the first couple of episodes he was there and then mm-hmm. he just came out of nowhere and he like got with Sarah but I think that the first episode that he was in everyone was like oh he's just tatted up like he just you know like he's a pretty boy kind of thing yeah and then Jomar was the most side character of side characters oh. he had this big hair and then he got eliminated almost immediately yeah he was he was not good uh Welcome, I liked a lot, actually. I'll have to tell you about that later. Okay. I've got... But he was great. I... Joma was just... Some Puerto Rican dude who literally was... Talked maybe twice throughout the entire... Entirety of the I don't even there. know if he talked that much. Yeah. Um, but then the first clash, OG Jared and New Jared instantly started bickering and, like, bitching out each other all the time. They always were butting heads, and it wasn't just because they shared the same name. It wasn't. It should have been. But they did also want the same woman, so. Yes. So this far in, uh, not much is happening. They started, we started to see more of the standout couples, the people who are like, you know those people are going to be advancing. Um, and so we got those written out. So for Sarah, the her top three... Um, while she was still talking to other people, but the three that you like knew, like okay, there's Stood something out going on there throughout the entire yeah. season. Yeah, uh, Sarah and Garrett. Okay. Sarah and Josh. Yes. And Sarah and Welcome. That's a little bit closer near the end. Yeah. When he started becoming more, but those were her top three: CJ and Casey, CJ and Sean, and CJ and New Jared. Yes. Those were pretty much her standard. She never really went for anyone else. I think like throughout the entire show. Yeah. Um, and then lastly is Nakia. Nakia was with OG Jared, Greg, and Fernando. I forgot about Fernando. The masseuse. The masseuse. The masseuse. Um, so you start to see more about these couples. A lot of drama comes up, especially surrounding OG Jared and Garrett. The most oh, tea yeah. starts to come out. So at yeah, this yeah. point, uh, Garrett, the... Uh, one of the main F boys um, on the show, it came out that he possibly could have a girlfriend back home, and it was told by his bromance partner, Casey. Well, that was because there was a, um, the second main curveball of the show was that there was a elimination where they did their bottom two, and then everyone got eliminated. But Casey said that he had real feelings for CJ, and he ends up coming back to the girls, um, and he's, because uh, he's like, I'm done with this. Like, I'm done being a fuckboy. I want CJ. Like, I don't want to be a fuckboy anymore. So he gets out of limbo and he walks his ass back to the girl's villa. And CJ's like, where, like, this was like two episodes after he got eliminated. Yeah. And everyone's like, this is against the rules. Um, I still don't understand. I don't understand that. How that's fine. It, I think it was because it added to the drama and they were just like, let's just keep filming. Like, Casey's a good character. Because Casey brought something. Yeah. One, with his romance, his, sorry, his bromance with, with Garrett, Garrett. And two, he brought something because him and CJ, like, had a quote-unquote real connection. connection. So, he walked his ass back to the villa, and but when he first got eliminated, he threw Garrett under the bus. And he was like, I'm going to... Um, tell everyone that you have a girlfriend back home. So then there's this huge curveball where Sarah no longer trusts him because, do you want to finish this story? Yeah, so because like they also did social media dives. Uh, not So 
this was told, then literally the next episode, a laptop magically appears and they do social media dives on all Which their Which they weren't picks. allowed to have any, like, Social media, phone, anything, yeah. yeah. So they finally were able to, so they do, like, deep dives, like, FBI searches on all the guys. And Garrett, in all in his tagged photos, has pictures of, has a picture with, like, a girlfriend saying, like, I love you, and, like, all this stuff. So Sarah gets so pissed to the point where she's like, I need to fucking FaceTime this girl. And so they set up a FaceTime and, like, she talks to this girl. I think she was on Love Island, actually. I have to say something. That would single-handedly be the most awkward moment of my life. To the point that I looked back. Like, I I thought differently of Sarah after that. Because, one, she let him back in after that. And, two, she got to the point where she was like, I can't trust him. But I'm going to do this anyway to prove that he's not in a relationship. She was like, I'm going to go out of my way to trust him. And it was gross. And I didn't like it. Because, like, if you can't trust someone, you shouldn't be with them right away. I agree. 100%. But... So that was that curveball and drama started with that, like yellings and everything, people walking off, people getting pissed off, whole thing, whole thing. Um, then next, the next big curveball that came in was at episode seven. Um, we're finally down to like final guys and everything. And we know that this, during this reveal, everyone had to reveal what their status was. Well, that was because um, it got to the point where one of the guys in one of the girls bottom two, I think it was, was it OG Jared? No. Who was it? It was Greg, maybe? Who are you talking about? The one that was always dressed really nice. OG Jared who said, I loved you. Yes. Yes. He said that. And so he was talking to Nakia. This was during that. So this is right before he was in the bottom two. And, and she was about to kick him out, and then he's like, well, I think I'm in love with you. And then the host is like, well, if love's involved, everybody has to reveal yeah. their actual status, yes. like what they are. And so out of everybody who was there that night, the actual status was Josh, uh, Sarah's one of Sarah's pick, nice guy. Welcome, F-boy. Uh, Jomar, F-boy. Fernando, nice guy. Sean, nice guy. Greg, F-boy. Colin, F-boy. New Jared, nice guy. Uh, Chris, Garrett, OG Jared, and Casey, all F-boys at this point. Yeah. So, huge list. Most of them are F-boys. This really changed a lot of stuff because people had no idea. No one knew about Welcome. They were like, really? (laughs) Like, I remember they're all like, damn, Welcome. Really? And he goes... I think that you should narrate what you're doing because this is an au- this is an auditory situation, so they can't. No, oh, like see he put like his hands out to the side and like he did was a little like clap, shrugging. and he was like, yeah. "Damn, I'm sorry, I'm sorry guys." Yeah. He was like doing like oh, one of those, it, and it was funny. Um, the one that no one else really saw was Colin being an F boy. No one really saw that. Yeah. Uh, and the yeah. next, yeah. So then the next thing. So this is after. So. OG Jared comes out saying he was an F-boy right after saying he loved Nakia and like this whole thing. So all the guys start like shitting on him, like shutting him out of conversations, doing like, what the fuck? Like you're really saying you're love a girl for money and like a whole bunch well, of shit. It was that on top of the fact that Nakia had an issue with OG Jared in the first place. And that's why he was in the bottom two because he wasn't showing his actual like feelings towards her. He was saying, he was hyping it up. He was saying, I'm in love with you. I'm going to do blah, blah, blah. Like we're going to get off this Island. We're going to have a life together. 
And she was like, okay, then show me, prove to me that you actually are feeling these things because what you're showing me right now doesn't make any sense. Like if you're in love with me, make it make sense. And so everyone was shitting on him for it. And they were like, you like all the guys got together and they were like, you can't be in love with him. And then they had this party, this pool party and everyone gets together and Nakia's like basically screaming at him and she's like if you love me prove to me that you love me because I'm frustrated I'm done like in private you're all over me and you tell me how you feel and you prove to me that you love me but in public you don't want to fucking show me anything so he like continues to get shit on and all the guys are giving him such like a hard time for it and he's like you know what like I like I, I don't worry about it. Like I'm going to figure it out kind of situation. And then they get on this boat ride where such an awkward fucking boat ride. Cause all the girls are like making out with one of the guys. And then what I think it was CJ made out with like two different guys. And I was like, if I was on this boat ride, I would, the worst one, dude. I know I would literally cry because it's like the girl that you like is like making out with several different men at the same time. And it just like, I, I just couldn't do it. I just yeah. couldn't do it without punish, punching someone. Yeah. And so basically, yeah, that whole thing happens and they go through another elimination round. Then we get down to like the final. So we're at like the final three, then we get to the final two. And this is where shit gets fucking hilarious. So it gets so weird. So we're down. So they just eliminated the third person off and they're down to their final two. Yes. And so what they do is they literally get all the nice guys and the F-boys and compile them into one group. And they have all the guy, other guys sitting up front and the girls there and they just start answering, like asking questions and fucking showing like receipts and conversations and lighting everybody up. I think that was really beneficial because everyone could have a say because all the guys that everyone that was eliminated came in and they were like, we have evidence that they've said these things. We um, want to like look out for the girls now and we're ensuring that you guys are making the right pick. And they did this in such a way where the girls had the, all the information that they needed. They knew who was the fuck boy and who wasn't the fuck boy, but they still, it was hard for me to understand why they still needed all of this evidence, but it made it like made me feel good about the guys that were eliminated. Not because like they had nothing to lose, but because they were like, okay, we actually want you to pick a good guy yeah. because like we enjoyed your company and we're going to ensure that you actually pick the right guy. Yeah. And that actually formed friendships later it did. on. But everyone, all the final like six guys that were there got roasted. Who was the, Sean was the only good one though. No, Sean and Josh. Sean and Josh. Everyone else literally ripped to fucking pieces like because one of the guys like said that he still had a girlfriend i think who was it it wasn't garrett because it was fucking casey it was casey casey said he still had a girlfriend yeah and he told everyone all the guys that he had a girlfriend before he got eliminated yeah and then all of the guys that got eliminated were like bro he has a girlfriend like why are you trying to choose him yeah so then we get to the final two so this is the final pair so they the girls got their top two, and they have to make their final decision, but they have this huge 24-hour date. I'm going to get to the premise of it later. It's kind of fucking disgusting. <laughs> um, so the top twos go as fair. Sarah and Garrett, and Sarah and Josh. CJ and New Jared, CJ and Casey. Nakia and Fernando, and Nakia and OG Jared. So those are the 
the the pairings. And so they went on these 24-hour dates back to back, I'll tell you. Back to fucking back. Well, that doesn't even, we didn't even talk about the fact that before this, they went on dates, the girls went on dates with their final two. Together. Oh. Yeah, they did three-person dates. And that was weird because all the guys were fighting for the girls' attention. Yeah. And then I beating on I each other. I forgot about that. Because, yeah. like, they were like, oh, well, she's best for me. No, she's best for me. And they got a bunch of fights. And then after that, they went on these individual 24-hour dates. So they're a huge fight. So they spend the whole day together. And basically, they go on, like, these really romantic, gooey gay- dates. And then at the end of the night... The girls have the choice of bringing them up to the room with them or having them sleep on a cot. In the living in room. In the living room. And so there's three cots. They each have their own bedrooms. And basically the way it goes is her and Josh have this like – so I'm starting with Sarah. Sarah and Josh have these like – has this great date. They go oh, like, the, part of the premise of the date is that the nice guys go, go on the first 24-hour date with the girls. So the first day is just nice guys with the girls. Yes. Because each of the girls have, have picked one nice guy and one fuckboy. And so the first night is just um, – The good the, guys. Ju- yes. And then the next night is the fuckboy date. So the good guys – so Sarah and Josh, they're on this lovely like little hike and they're like – you know, really getting to know each other, talking, laughing, a bunch of really weird making out. Um, <laughs> and then they end the night in the room together. Yes. Uh, CJ and Garrett and new Jared go on this huge long car drive. You know, same thing. They go to sleep together. But Nikki and Fernando, Fernando sleeps on the cot. Yes. And so then they go back and they finish this day and then... The next day, the next day, the next, the fuck boys come in. Yes. And super awkward. All three well, of these there days. is, sorry to interrupt you, but there is a tiny little moment that you kind of see like the guy's weakness is they're all sitting at breakfast talking to the girls and they're like, we have confidence that all of our dates went really well. Like all the nice guys dates went really well, but we, they were all collectively worried that since they weren't fresh on the girl's mind before the elimination round, that that was going to be an issue and the girls were going to forget how much fun they had with the nice guys and just think about the dates that they had freshly with the, with yes, the boys. very true. So they went on, so the next dates came in, and it was Sarah, Gar- Sarah and Garrett, super awkward at the beginning, because she was still pissed off at him. And, and But then she was like, let's have a good time. Let's have a good time. So they get really drunk. They sleep together. Um, then uh, CJ and Casey. Yes. Same thing. It's awkward. She, they had so much fun on their other date, but they're like, you know what? Let's just enjoy the night. Well, she was just feeling OG Jared Moore at that point. New or Jared. New Jared at that New Jared Moore at that point. And she was like, I had such a good time with him yesterday. And I still don't trust Casey because I'm pretty sure he has a girlfriend and all this stuff. And um, then she leaves him out on the cot in the living room. And then he was like acting like a sad little puppy. And she like noticed and was like, oh, okay, fine. You can come up to my room kind of thing. Yeah. And then finally was uh, Nakia and OG Jared. That was a terrible date. <laughs> For some reason, they slept together after that. But the most awkward thing about that was the beef that happened after these dates. So yes. all the guys so the were back to the place. So the next morning, all the guys were back at the place. And they're there and they're talking. And they're like, oh, yeah, we had good dates last night. And then new Jared. The first thing that comes out of his mouth is, hey, how my dick taste? As he's looking at Casey. And Casey, like... 
He's there. He's like, he goes huh? white. He goes basically. like white. He's like, huh? And he goes, how my fucking dick tastes, boy. And like yelling at him and shit. And they all get heated. Like at that point, I, I thought someone was going to fucking fight each other. Well, then the fuck boys and the nice guys have to take a break from each other. Because they're like, oh, well, we have confidence that they're going to choose us. No, we have confidence that they're going to choose like all the nice guys and blah, blah, blah. So this like keeps going. And then they have to like kind of settle themselves down before the, the final elimination yeah. round. So the final elimination choice comes down. So this is when the money is finally described on how it's going to break yes. down. So... The girls have to lock in their choice before elimination. So before they even see the guys or anything, they have to lock in their choices. So they do that. And then the way the money, it's split up. So it's 100K. And it's either one of two ways. If they pick a nice guy, it's automatically split between the girl and the guy. But if they choose a fuckboy, the fuckboy has the power. So that basically means that the fuckboy could keep the whole 100k or choose to split it with the girl if that's what he wants to do. Choose a dis- meaning choose to split it with the girl and stay with the girl. Yes. Yes. But if they only if they just take the money for themselves, they have to also break up with the girl. Yes. And so the final decisions do come in. The final choices are CJ and New Jared since New Jared is a nice guy. The money was, there was no decision that needed to be made. It was all split right down the middle. Um, Nikki and OG Jared, uh, she chose OG Jared, who's a fuckboy, and he decided to also split the money. Um, and then we come down to Sarah and Garrett. And so Sarah just pushed away Josh, someone she should have picked, in my opinion. Josh seemed like a Everybody guy. thought that. <laughs> and so she picked Garrett. And Garrett's there, and he's there, and you know he made this whole speech. He's like, "Yeah, you're so amazing," and like, I could see myself I could spending see myself the rest a, of my life with you. But blah, blah. I'm gonna keep that fucking money. And he was there. He's like, "I came here to win, and I won." And then and I, everyone's just like, "Bro, you didn't win because you didn't get the girl. The girl. She was the prize." He goes, "No, the money's the prize, man." He's like, "I came here with one thing in mind: getting that fucking money." And then so the. That pissed off everybody just the way he handled Including it. Including the host. The host. And so the host does this. She goes, you know what? You're not getting any money. We're going to take that 100 k give it to Sarah for her to donate to all of it to charity instead. And, and he was pissed. 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 So that was... So that's how it ended. And so basically everyone made the right choice except for Sarah. Well, I think that Sarah's one better off in the end. Yes. Um, and two, Garrett sucks. Garrett sucks. Um, and it was it was entertaining while it lasted. We started the second season. Ugh, bad. And it just wasn't as good. It uh, didn't have as much. You know what I mean? Of like, the oomph. Yeah, it didn't yeah. have enough of the oomph. And but there I, was there was a very uh, there's a lot of very awkward men on that show. Yeah. On the second oh season. god, yeah. yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Uh, but the news news from what I've heard recently about in my preparing for this episode, I. <laughs> It might have spiraled into a hole uh, where I learned some more information. Uh, Sarah and Garrett have been seen out in public together. Sarah and Greg. Sarah and Greg were also seen coming out of a store together. Okay. Um, Well, they could just be friends. Yeah, they could. That's where they are just a friendship. Yeah. But apparently, Sarah and Garrett have had conversations about maybe a second start, a fresh start. Another chance. That's disgusting. She's given him like 12 chances. But all the couples have since broken up, by the way. Um, none of the couples have stayed together. That's awful. They all broke up. 
Like, I think it was, like, a year and they all broke up. Well, it's kind of like that show uh, that we watched. What is that show that we watched? The, um... Married uh, at First Sight? No. Love is Blind? Love is Blind, that show, where we were, like, really surprised that those couples broke up. Like, we found out that... There was the one that was really surprised about. There was one, I forget their names, but there was one I was really surprised about. So... To finish up this episode, oh yeah, is there any final conclusions you've come to about this show? Would you watch the second season? Is there any new shows you're excited to watch? I know you have a show, but for this show, um, this is a roadmap to not le- watch this show if you don't want to be manipulated as hard. Because yeah, this show is does... a pretty good roadmap for like how guys can manipulate you for s- sex or for getting something from you well the thing is that garrett it was interesting to see garrett behind the scenes because like in person he was like all over sarah and then behind the scenes um he'd be like oh i'm just in it for the money like he would literally flash between him with sarah and then him in an interview and he'd be like i'm just in it for the money i'm just in it for the money and then he's back with sarah and he's like i love you so much we have such a great connection blah 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 so like i would say that it is a really good way of like trying to figure out if someone's manipulating you but at the same time it also is a really sorry manipulating you for sex let me just put it that way um but i think it is also going to be a bit confusing for some people and people might mix up kind of the the difference between the two yeah I definitely think that's Because possible. everyone, like, there was the rehabilitation of some of the fuckboys, like Casey, and um, he said he was rehabilitated, and Peter. Oh, yeah, because Peter on season two, because Peter is also in season, this is why we love Peter. Peter got, to remind the audience, everyone got, Peter got eliminated in the first round of season one, and then he comes back season two as a nice guy, a rehabilitated fuckboy, and he, now he's a nice guy. Yeah. So I would say that the show is funny for that situation where throughout the entire season the host goes into limbo and she's like okay so what caused you to be this way um and they're they're all like very like they're funny scenes to watch um but at the same time it's not like serious yeah and there isn't like i wouldn't trust any of the guys to be like yeah i am rehabilitated yeah i wouldn't but it's a funny little shot i guess yeah yeah so any final thoughts um funny show pretty cringy you get a lot of this like weird shit but it's yeah. it's a it's a good watch i say personally if you just have some time to kill well the next show that's really big on netflix right now that i just told one about it came out this year um actually it came out early there earlier cuz- is it in the- august it's called dating and related how so, so let me let me give you the premise and we'll talk about it on a later episode. But the basic premise is single siblings help each other search for their soulmates in a villa. It's always in a villa. <laughs> you should see Len's face. It's very shocked right now. I don't want my sister helping me go fuck some bitch. Uh, it, I I, I feel like that's what it sounds like. Because we talked about... I don't know why we were talking about this, but we were talking about, like, if we would trust our parents to set us up with someone, like, to marry. I'll trust my mom. And I'm not saying, like... I think it's just because, like, 
like I feel like I know my parents very well but at the same time my mom once looked at my dating profile and she's like you're into these types of men and she was like very surprised thank you for that um no like it was a lot of you know what I mean like it was just different than what she imagined yeah and so I think that I wouldn't trust them for that reason because they does that make sense yes yeah so like we talked about like having our parents set us up but even then like I, I don't think I would trust I wouldn't trust my sister. I think that a lot of it is because you and I have a really, like, it's not in a, like, bad way, but we're just very shallow when it comes to, like, the way that somebody looks. And because we have to, you and I have to be attracted physically to the person in order for the relationship to work. Yeah, it has to, there has to be an initial attraction. Exactly. And so, like, our parents or our siblings could set us up with someone that we vibe with really well, but it could just turn into a friendship because we're not physically attracted yes. to that person. I agree. Yes. But I, I think that show is borderline incesty, and I'm terrified to watch it. So, I think we should at least try one episode. We will, of course. And see what happens. Um, I hope everyone has a great week, um, and let us know what we should review next. Any last words? Happy birthday, girl. Thanks for the use of our theme music, which is the song Drop by Ketza. You can find more of their music online at ketza.uk. You can also find Date These Guys online on Twitter and Instagram at Date These Guys, or visit our website at datetheseguys.org. If you have questions you'd like us to discuss on the podcast or marriage proposals for either of us, shoot us an email at datetheseguys at gmail.com.